I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Lacking breath and lacking meth and lacking the guy down at the staff. Staff is a friend of mine over there. How are you today? I think a lot of your improvised songs include the line, over there, and I do. Yeah. Cons- I consider that to be a whole line. That's an entire lyric. That would have been yeah, enough well, for a song for me. Well, you, you're a guy who loves the um, the formatting of poetry. Mm. And don't mind using the enter button mm. a fair bit. Yes, sometimes I, I I'm I'm only really interested in the formatting, and uh, yeah, I, I I could I could take or leave a lot of the words, but whew, a good tab. Sure. Good tab, good uh, line yeah, break. Use a tab in a, would you use a tab in a poem? Yeah. <laughs> seems like an, I don't know if they do actually use that in a poem, unless they're tabbing until they like they, they hit an end, a line break. Yeah, I'm bringing in the tab. No, you, you, you the, Alistair, you obviously haven't read a lot of fucking poetry because they love You're that right. shit. They'll put some stuff like halfway across the page or whatever. It's, it's dumb. It's dumb that they do that, but... Andy, it's art. Andy, don't you know? Don't um, don't shit on an art form just because its peak has already come. Mm. Oh no! Well, just as we finally start the pod, the baby, the is baby crying. is working. You so, go to the baby. I've got something, Al. All right, all right, great. I'll see you soon. Yeah, all right. So this is my idea. This is a great. This is already good. Okay, uh, I was thinking about how Alistair mentioned he. It's, it'll be like he's here because I'm going to be talking about something he said earlier. It's it, it's like he's still here. Uh, Alistair mentioned that he'd been for a run, how it's amazing how doing exercise uh, makes you feel good. And I was wondering if there's an evolutionarily ev- evolutionary reason for that, which is whereby if you go for a run and the run finishes and you're still alive, basically from an evolutionary perspective, that's a great outcome because most of the times you would have been going for a run I imagine where if you were fleeing some sort of a beast. So if you go for a run and it ends with you still alive, that's terrific. And your body wants to encourage you to do that as much as possible, to end a run in a state of being alive. Now, uh, and, and so it probably releases some kind of endorphins. It says, hey, let's keep this up. <laughs> as I'm saying this, I'm realizing this makes no sense. It makes no sense because surely the evolutionary advantage to ending a run and being alive is just being alive. But anyway, carry on. I was thinking, instead of releasing endorphins like that, what if your brain did something else? What if your body did something else? Like secreted ice cream from like the crook of your elbow, right? So if you go for you, you know, you're you're an ancient cave individual. You go you 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 go for a good run away from a, pa- a pack of wolves. It finishes. There you are. You're at, you're at peace. You're back at. You've made it back to the cave. You've gone a big circle, nice big lap, right? The wolves gave up, uh, or you know they attacked one of the weaker members of your clan, and then you are your body. Instead of pumping out endorph- endorphins, it pumps out, uh, you know, about uh, half a pint of of vanilla ice cream, 
from from one elbow and ice magic secreted from from the crook of the other elbow and there you are it's glorious right you're just chowing down and you can get in there you can get right the elbow in many ways is the bowl of the body it's there at it it's at perfect licking licking distance and um yeah so you know and then what would that be like today you know, i think what you know what would it were what kind of a society would it have led to uh, i think probably one in which we place scoops of ice cream in the crook of the elbow this is a good idea as well <laughs> this is a good idea as well that when you go to um oh this is such a great idea it's a little a little ice cream bowl that you can strap onto your elbow okay so that you can reach down and still Eat the ice cream from your elbow while you're going about your business at the fair or the fete or whatever, and you've still got your yeah, two hands free for uh, juggling, or um, uh, I guess they'd have to be held in a sort of an upright position in a sort of a in sort of a a, a, a cupping uh, a a bull's testicles type position. So you'd you'd still be able to do that. Um, really, you know. Uh, so, so juggling and cupping, cupping a bull's testicles are still very much on the table. Unlike your ice cream, which isn't on the table, it's in the crook of your elbow. Now, thanks to the elbow, <gasps> the elbow, the name, the name. This is this is this is a product. This is a thing. This is definitely happening. Okay, and um, you know, and where's the where's the toppings coming from in this situation? I guess out of your nose. I mean, this sounds disgusting now, doesn't it? This is an awful idea. But the fact that we eat with our mouths and we have two nostrils that we know from science are capable of dispensing liquids, the very idea that we haven't in some way tried to hack this part of the body so that the sinus is full of different sources and the nostrils dispense them directly flowing down the filtrum there. I think that's the gap that in the upper lip, that little divot in the upper lip, flowing down the filtrum into the mouth, and you become a self-sourcing individual, basically providing all your additional flavour needs directly into your own mouth. Now, <laughs> Andy, I won't be able to do the pod. The kid's just freaking out. Alistair, I'm doing great. Do you mind if I finish well, then, the podcast on my own? Yeah, you, you just do the whole podcast. i got to go back in with the kid. I'm sorry. This is a new frontier. Are you sure you're okay with this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you go for it. I'll talk to you later. You do, you do one in the think tank. I'll stop my recording. And... Okay, great. It's going to be a quick one tonight. See you, mate. Um, yeah, stop. Alistair, are you still there? He's gone. And I hope he saved that. I hope he saved that recording because, if not, the the very beginning of this podcast will make no sense. Um, oh, you know what? I was kind of relying on just the empty sound of uh, of his headphones there as a bit of a, a bit of a crutch, <laughs> and the and the hope that he was going to come back at any moment was kind of leading me onwards. Like you, Andy, it's okay. You only have to finish this sentence. Al will be back soon, and he'll pick up. The colossal amounts of slack that there are. <laughs> anyway, here we go. Okay, so what have we done? We've invented the L bowl. 
um, for uh, eating ice cream while, you know, this would be great for vets, I imagine, who do a lot of their work um, sort of just with their hands up in that sort of bald testicle cupping position that they'll still be able to eat a bowl of ice cream like that. And then we've, we've biohacked the nostrils into sauce dispensers, um, pumping, uh, I guess, one has sweet chilli sauce and one has uh, sort of salted caramel uh, fudge. Now, yes, that's disgusting, but is it any more disgusting than what the nose already produces? Okay, now we know that's not as gross. That's one of the things about it, right? That's why um, it's considered gross. It's grossness. You see how that works, okay? So surely, if we changed it to pr- produce a food stuff. In a hygienic manner, and like food flowing down over your upper lip, that's not disgusting, okay? So the only reason you think it's disgusting, you're reacting badly to this idea, and I can tell you right now that your problem is that you think, oh, well, it's inside the nose. But, of course, this is all going to be in like a sealed compartment, right? It's going to be basically in a sort of a squirty nozzle type um, there's this little sac that goes all the way back into the sinus cavity. There's a little nozzle that comes down to the nostril. It's no different to squirting it out of a bottle, okay? But you're just, I guess, pulling your head back in that sort of weird sort of way that you do just before you sneeze, and that's pressurizing that that canister and releasing a you know a portion. So this product, say this product is invented, and they only have two flavors. Okay, whoever invented it, they've, they've patented the technology and they're insisting that the world only have the two flavours, sweet chilli sauce and caramel uh, caramel fudge sauce. Don't know what that adds to it, but I, <laughs> I think I do find the idea of having a technology that is almost borderline repulsive and no one in their right minds would want it and then going out of your way to insist that people only use it in a very limited way I like that kind of a power play, and I find it, I find it appealing, and I might actually, it might make actually make me want it more. And people like there's too much choice at the moment anyway, and people like a corporation like Apple that builds a closed ecosystem, and they know that there's a certain amount of quality control to what they're getting, and so it is with the two nostril nose source. Um, uh, business. Okay, so that's uh, <coughs> that's uh, that's basically two uh, two sketch ideas, which um, nobody's nobody's writing down for me. Uh, I've got to do all this. I've got to do bloody everything myself these days. I've got to do bloody everything myself. I'll tell you what. Um, nose source and uh, elbow. There we go, elbow. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know if I've told you this, but when I was in um, India, by the way, I'll tell you this as well, um, that uh, as I was saying those words, as I was <laughs> desperately reaching for something else to talk about, um, my a- Apple Watch alerted me that I just hit all three uh, exercise goals for the day. So... If you're wondering whether or not doing the podcast on my own elevates my heart rate to a state of stress, the answer is yes. I can be sitting down, podcasting, and um, and 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 burning, uh, 
burning a significant amount of calories. And is that a sketch idea in any way? The idea that, um, uh, you know, I know that I can, you know, getting up a sweat, okay, you can do that in a lot of different ways. You can get, you can get up a sweat just confronting somebody about something that's been on your mind. And this is going to be my, um, my exercise regime that I'm going to be offering. It's going to be like the CrossFit. Uh, it's going to be like the uh, F45. It's going to be called the Getting CrossFit. And basically it's you um, trying to, <laughs> as a, a beta male uh, or a beta female, uh, trying to challenge people uh, in your life about things that you've been stewing on for a while. Right? It's going to be about conflict uh, and being com- you know, not being comfortable in the conflict. We don't want you to be comfortable in the conflict because the less comfortable you are, the more you're sweating, okay? And the weight is just melting away, um, you know? Or uh, I'm sure there are other things, uh, it, and this is great because you don't have to, uh, you can get a lot of incidental exercise this way just by um, sort of uh, trying to tell off somebody in a supermarket for not wearing a, a mask properly, for not masking up, you know, these little things, okay, elevate the heart rate, really get it pounding. Uh, I'm not sure uh, whether it's the healthiest uh, thing, but you'll be you'll be you'll be sweating, you'll be losing weight, and really isn't that what it's all about? And the important thing is you can eat anything you want. In fact, we encourage it. And in fact, we encourage you to take food <laughs> out of the hands of strangers and off the plate of strangers because, you know, a lot of the time when a diet says you can eat anything you want, they don't really mean that, do they? They, they, they are just saying you can eat food that you own that is cooked and, and sanitary doesn't really sound like I can eat anything I want, does it? It's quite a limited subset of things, really, when you put it like that. I want a diet where I can eat anything I want. And that could be... Um, uh, what am I going to say here? Uh, I guess rats, <laughs> if I want. <laughs> Somebody else's rat. See? God, that's gonna your heart rate. It's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be significantly elevated, and I'm probably willing to bet that most rats are probably pretty low in fat. So, imagine if we found out that a rat was a superfood. <laughs> oh, this is another sketch idea. I feel another sketch idea coming on. Okay, it's it's rats as a new. F- superfood um in fact you could probably you know imagine it's like a goji berry or something but it's a rat and you could probably get them in all sorts of different ways get them sort of dried out you know and you sort of you flake them over your breakfast or whatever and you know you just need to build a little story around it that i was hiking in the um now, this is the the key to a good superfood story is you've got to be you've got to find a new mountain range to be hiking in when you came across the locals eating 
X food. Okay. But all this is the problem. All the good mountain ranges have been taken. The Andes has given us quinoa. The Himalayas has given us the goji berry. Where else is there? The Ural Mountains? I was hiking in the Urals when I came across an isolated village. And I noticed that everyone in the village was very skinny and they had great glowing, glowing skin. They were skinny and they were glowing. And it could have been the fallout from the disused um, Soviet-era nuclear silo. Or it could have been the food that they were eating. Rats. And then we just... We just market it, you know, and you just need a, a you know a logo that's sort of a, gl- a a glowing rat with a with a you know little rays coming off it and that sort of thing, and maybe it could be smiling and giving the thumbs up. I'm not suggesting you have to eat it with the hair on, although that probably you might find that a lot of the nutrition, as with everything, a lot of the best nutrition is in the uh, is in the in, in the hair. It's the same with potatoes. No, the best nutrition is in the hair. No, the best nutrition is in the skin. Which makes me wonder why why don't we just um why 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 aren't people just selling potato skin? They probably are. It's probably probably already a food, Andy. Probably already a very popular common thing, the potato skin uh food. Let's see, what are some other parts of things that we would normally discard? <laughs> When, when there's no one else on the podcast, my thought processes, my shallow little pool of mental tricks to to try and turn nothing into something are laid bare because I, I can't sit back and do the thinking internally while Alistair's saying something. You know, that's the alternative title of this podcast. Here's what I was thinking about while you were talking. Uh, this is, well, here's... What I was talking about while I was thinking, sort of. Um, but I think <laughs> nobody's listening to this. Nobody is listening to this at this point. But what are some other parts of foods that we would normally discard that uh, you're going to love this? You're going to love this riff, guys, uh, that might turn out to be the healthiest part of the food. For example, the best bit of the food, the skin. Best bit of the bread. It's apparently the crust. Don't know if that's true. You know the best bit of the avocado? It's the it's the palm. No, the best bit of the banana, it's the palm. You know the best bit of the uh of the uh Smith's crinkle cut chips, it's the packet. Okay. You know the best bit of the wait the Fruit tingle, the that little um, sort of sherbety round lolly, is actually um, the the manufacturing uh, hydraulic press that they use to compress the um, the 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 fillers and the sugars and the flavors into a hard little pastille type lolly. That's the most nutritious part, and if you don't eat that, then you're missing out on a lot of the um, the goodness of it. What's that? 
Was that worth it? Who knows? Uh, I guess you do. I'm going to write it down. I mean, was there anything else that I'd said um, uh, while... Uh, while while I was talking, was there anything else I said while I was talking? Okay, let's go compress uh, best bit of the of the food and the um, the rat uh, superfood um, is another good one. Um, you know, there's one thing that you can eat if you guaranteed want to lose weight and that is your own leg see and you might think hang on if i'm eating my own leg i'm not going to be losing weight am i if, if anything that's going to be um neutral body weight neutral but that's the thing you will shit that leg out you'll shit out most of that leg okay and <laughs> and that and the weight and the weight just um it just it just just goes, doesn't it? Just falls off you. Um, so yeah, while I was in India, uh, I was in India for twenty four hours in a stopover. Um, we got in in the middle of the night. I say we. It was just me by myself arriving in India in the middle of the night on a plane, and then I had a hotel in uh, Mumbai that I had to get to in the darkness, and I. Uh, found a taxi driver and then he led me a long way through a car park to another taxi driver who led me to another taxi driver and I got in his taxi and this already felt very dangerous. But, you know, that's maybe... <laughs> maybe the real um, taxi driver is the person who gets you to the taxi. So what I'm suggesting here is, uh, you know, getting to a taxi is all very well. Uh, getting a taxi is all very well, but then, of course, I've got to get to the taxi, don't I? So what I really want is, oh, this is a great idea. I want, this is going to be a new service, a new kind of Uber service, which basically, uh, it's not quite a rickshaw, but what it is, is it's people in the city, and what they will do is they will strap you to a Hannibal Lecter-style upright trolley, and they will wheel you around, and they put the mask on and everything, the little Hannibal Lecter mask and everything, and they will wheel you um, to your destination, sort of strapped in there like Hannibal Lecter. And uh, what's great about this is your arms are strapped by your sides, that sort of thing. Um, your mouth, I guess, is is closed. You probably can't. I can't remember if you could talk behind that mask. Certainly couldn't bite people. And uh, what the benefit of that is is you can come in, Carly. Okay, <laughs> just desperate for human contact. What the benefit of that is is that you can't look at your phone. So um, you know there used to be these times in our day where we would be without human contact, without contact, or, you know, you, you would have moments for quiet personal reflection. And, um, you know, those would be times like sitting on the toilet. There would be times like um, hanging out the washing on the clotheslines, things like that, right, where, just, we, we, where you get your, your incidental solitude. 
and that has been eroded by the um, the tsunami that is social media, um, battering at the edges of of of, of, of that island of those small uh, atolls of solitude, and um, uh, but. And so the only way that we will regain that sort of thing is not through any kind of um, internal thing like self-control, but through the external means of strapping our hands by our sides and um, confining our face uh, inside a Hannibal Lecter-style mask and being wheeled around the CBD. And I, I love, you know, I love that visually. I like being able to look out the window and seeing busy people on their way to work um, trundling down the footpaths. I think it's probably environmentally friendly as well. And what would we call it? Well, the service, of course, would be called Lecter. So you would hire a Lecter. L-E-C-T-R? L-E-C-T-E? I could even be the full Lecter. It really does sound like an app. Um, and, yeah. Uh, oh, you know, the masks. The masks could be... Uh, FFP2 masks or uh, N95 masks, as you may know them. And, um, you know, then it's also, it's a great, um, from a, you know, COVID perspective, probably not so great for the people pushing the, ma- the, the trolleys, but they could, they could have masks on as well. But then you do sort of want them to be dressed up pretty uh, accurately to the, was it the police officers in the movie who were wheeling him around? Anyway, uh, so I'm writing that down. That's another great idea. These are the best bits of the podcast as far as I'm concerned. Uh, Hannibal Lecter Mask Um, uh, Trolley Uber Great. And now, um, I don't know. I know this is going to be a short one (laughs) today, but I don't know if you know this, but we have uh, have listeners and um, they... uh, some of them support us on Patreon. And uh, one of the things that um, the people who support us on Patreon can do is um, they can pay $3 a month and that lets them uh, submit uh, three words um, from a listener. And uh, uh, let's see. Uh, and and uh, I, I've got... Um, <laughs> I've got uh, some... I haven't looked at the words yet. I'm just opening up Patreon now. I don't know if you could tell because it was flowing so smoothly, my speech, but I was actually trying to log into Patreon as I was talking then. And normally Al would get me to guess the words. Um, but now, because I haven't even looked at um, the messages that have come in from the listeners, I can just try and guess the words and we'll see how I go. So uh, I guess the words are um, residual, bank, uh, and residual again. Residual bank, residual. I'm feeling very optimistic. So let's see uh, what we've got here. Um, uh, so uh, we've got some words from uh, Thomas Ambrose. And the words are Mussolini. Nostalgic mafia. So I I feel like I was close because uh, there are a lot of s's in that in those three words, which were close to what uh, 
what I was suggesting. Mussolini nostalgic mafia. This doesn't doesn't immediately scream comedy to me. Um, I was thinking about Mussolini just Mussolini just today though, um, because uh, I was trying to remember something about him, and I think he was um, that initially like Adolf Hitler sort of thought. Or even maybe was inspired by Mussolini and thought he was great. And then he turned out to be pretty bad at doing the war from their perspective, obviously. And maybe, you know, Hitler was very disillusioned by that. I don't know what I'm saying. Um, anyway, the Mussolini nostalgic mafia. Uh, I think... Um, I think any kind of uh, nostalgic mafia is um, is interesting. One of my favourite sketches, of course, is the Mister Show sketch, uh, the ma- the mafia sketch sketch in which Bob Odenkirk plays a mafia boss who insists that twenty four is the highest number and um, shoots uh, anybody who uh, who disagrees with him. Um, but what about, you know, a mafia that was sort of uh, a bit like um, the Amish mafia, right? Where uh, a mafia in which they insisted on doing things um, like they were in an earlier period. You know, maybe they th- they thought that the 20s were, I mean, was, is this anything? They thought that the 20s were the, the best times, so there's the... There's the nostalgic mafia. They're just one of the mafia groups, and they don't use mobile phones. I guess they probably only use Tommy guns, um, you know, and they only do they smuggle alcohol. They smuggle alcohol now. Al- alcohol is no longer illegal, so. Oh, I mean this. You know, I mean maybe this is too close to some of the other ideas that I've already come up with today. But uh, what it is is it's basically it's a it's a it's an alcohol delivery surface like uh, Jimmy brings. This is a lot like my Hannibal Lecter idea, but anyway, I've got I've got a very limited palette as you've seen. Um, but it's a uh, it's a it's a now it's an alcohol delivery service, but they do it as if they are illegally running alcohol in the 1920s. So they basically scream around the corner in some little rickety uh, van. Somebody's leaning out of the window with a Tommy gun, firing blanks, obviously, right? And then they screech, you know, they pull up uh, out the front of your house. Uh, and then, I mean, maybe this is all a bit obvious. You know, they, I guess they do it a different way each time. Sometimes it's a big shootout, right? And sometimes they smuggle it in inside a hollowed-out statue of uh, the Venus de Milo, right? It's, and that's the great thing. You pay a little bit extra, but, God, it's an experience. And then <laughs> and then you can pay a little bit extra still, and some people dressed as the FBI will bust in after you've finished drinking everything, and they'll basically they'll take away all the empty bottles that saying things like, oh, no, this is evidence. Oh, yeah, we need this because of evidence. You know, like the like the FBI does, they love evidence, and um, yeah, it's a, you know it's a complete little package. It's like being able to dispose of your coffee pods, you know, mail them back to the company. Well, here they come, they take it 
pretending to be the FBI. You get to be like, oh, no, we've never done nothing, that kind of stuff, and play along a little bit. But basically, you you know, it's a it's a it's a full life cycle. Um, envir- it's very environmentally friendly. The Tommy guns are electric, um, and uh, yeah, it, um, I think it'll I think it'll be big. Uh, it's called is it called Capone's Capone's alcohol de- delivery. There's probably something better than that. But you know what? I mean, that brings us to six sketch ideas, um, including the one at the end. So really, we do come with six sketch ideas, but um, it's our little lie. Little lie that helps you accept the big lie. That's how you do it in politics. You just feed them a little lie at the start, and then you feed them the big lie at the end, which is that um, that this is music. So I'll just take you through the ideas um, from today. This is a really, this is a good one. This is a new low for us, I think. Uh, so up here, nose source, that source that uh, comes out of your nostrils. And then, of course, the elbow, which is a bowl that you strap to your elbow. And it's just for, it's just for vets who want to be able to eat some pasta or, or uh, ice cream while they're working. Um, now, I've written here, best but if the food. Best, but if the food. I have no idea what I was trying to write there. That's been auto-corrected. Uh, rat superfood is another good one. Uh, the Hannibal Lecter mask trolley Uber. And then that last idea that I had, which was the Al Capone style alcohol delivery. Um... I wonder if the Al in Al Capone, Alka, his name has already got alcohol, like alcohol, Al Capone, alcohol. It's very suspicious. Wow, what a way to end. And here we go. A do 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 do. Everybody got to be the do 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 person that they wanna be. Do 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 do. That can be to you and me. And do 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 do. The one you wanna see, yeah. Thank you so much for listening to two, for to one in the think tank, one and a half, one and a half in the think tank. Um, it's been a real pleasure sharing this time with you. Um, I'm doing this at my parents' place because we do it at a different place every time. This is their, my parents' place in Ballarat. Last time it was my parents' place in Tasmania. It's totally different, totally different. But I'm sitting looking into a mirror and actually seeing myself, which might make this feel less isolating, but also I've been able to stare into the sheer desperation in my eyes this entire time, and it's very disconcerting. Anyway... Uh, thank you for listening to Turn the Think Tank. We really do like that you did that thing to it. You can follow me on Twitter at Stupid Old Andy. Uh, we are at Turn Tank. Alistair is at Alistair TB. You can support us on Patreon. The link is in the show notes. Um, you can listen to the pop test, a new episode of the pop test coming up in a couple of weeks. So perfect time to go back and listen to the back catalogue just to um, prepare your mind's fertile soil for the rains yet to come and uh i love you good night planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.